It's fine-tuning time for punters and teams alike ahead of the T20 World Cup. We're T20 crazy this week. Well, India and South Africa are not. They're playing an ODI series. What's that about? It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 158. I'm Ed Hawkins. We'd like to say the warm-up to the T20 World Cup starts here, but there's an incongruous 50-over ODI series between India and South Africa this week. What's that about, Sam Collins? Those pesky incongruous 50-over ODI series, Ed Hawkins. Um, But you can rest assured we will find the best bets for it. Otherwise, um, what else are we doing? We're starting to crank things up out of the World Cup. And um, there are a couple of people, one man in particular right now, with the elbow power to do so, uh, Paul Krishnamurti of Betting.Betfair. Hello, Paul. Hi, Sam. Hello, hello. And uh, greasing his his elbow as ever. Is that a phrase? Do people grease their elbows? Or they, Anyway, Richard Mann of SportingLife.com. Hello, Richard. Hello, Sam. All, all greased here. <laughs> That's a mental image. Well, we wondered what you were doing on holiday, Richard Mann. And this is their challenge. Australia versus West Indies in a T20 series. We're looking at the games on Wednesday and Friday from Carrara and the Gabba. There's Bangladesh versus Pakistan in the T20 tri-series from Christchurch, plus that bonkers India versus South Africa ODI stuff. Ed Hawkins has promised to give us some meat on the bones. Yeah, for those games, teams, pitch data, in-play strategies. You should know this script by now. Players to follow and the best bets. Great, Edward. Uh, We'll also look out for the T20 World Cup outright, plus the treble klaxon and deliver the best bets. So without any further ado, let's get on with the show. We start, as we do love to do, with an outright. The T20 World Cup with the Betfair Exchange. Here are the runners and the riders, and possibly both. Uh, 3.95 Australia, the hosts, the holders are the favourites. 4.7 India, England at 5.1, South Africa at 9.8, New Zealand at 9s, Pakistan at 11.5, 26.0 West Indies, 27.0 Sri Lanka, 75 Afghanistan. Uh, Over to Edward Hawkins for a quick reminder how this one works, and then I will start quizzing. Yeah, it's going to be split into two groups. I'm going to call them the Super 12s. As Group 1, Afghanistan, Australia, England and New Zealand, joined most likely by Sri Lanka as the top qualifier, and then one from Zimbabwe, Ireland and Scotland. Group 2, Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, South Africa, West Indies, your most likely qualifier, and they'll be joined by either Netherlands, Namibia, or the UAE. Now, the top two from those two groups go through to the semi-finals. That's how it works. Easy peasy. Let's chat about the sides we've seen in the last few days. Richard Mann, you take England and Pakistan. Have either improved their chances or have they damaged them? I'd say England have, actually. I think they're probably in a better position than they were a few weeks ago before the Pakistan tour. I think Phil Salt, Harry Brook, They've beefed up the batting, haven't they? And Josh Butler, when he returns to full fitness, I think the batting's in a good place. But as we saw in the Ashes, 
the bowling in Australian conditions would have to concern you without Joffre Archer. I think they've got to miss his serious pace. And again, the onus will be on keeping Mark Wood fit. I think the rest of the attack, I think they could be right for taking down in Australia. And again, there'll be so much responsibility on the batting. As good as it is, I think the bowling will let England down. And, and I think 5.1, five, 5. I don't think that's, a, that's much value at all. I think Pakistan... They're probably a better value, actually, 11.5, but they're far too reliant on that top order. Um, very good opening partnership as it is. Um, one thing I would say is they've got Shane Freedy back with the ball. That'll be a massive plus for the T20 World Cup. But in Australian conditions, they couldn't get the job done, could they, in the UAE conditions that they know so well. Do we really think they can do it in Australia? I'm not so sure. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, same question to you about India. Edward Hawkins coming to you on South Africa in a minute because I know you have uh, long views, strong views, not long views. Uh, two big wins to take the series versus South Africa. Um, Kohli in form, expensive bowling though. Boomer is out of the tournament. Uh, are they a decent bet at 4.7? Well, I haven't been wild on them previously and I did prefer Australia but the odds have moved a little bit towards Australia now and looking at that group it's probably not a terrible bet because I do think India will come through that group I mean I cannot see Bangladesh or West Indies doing anything in this World Cup so it makes it two from three out of India Pakistan and South Africa they've just beaten South Africa Pakistan didn't impress me at all in the last in this series and in the uh, Asia Cup so I'd have to say they probably would um, yes, there, there's a problem with with the bowl, with the pace bowling at least without Boomer, but they have got great spinners, and you know you can't argue with that batting lineup really. And if Kohli is coming back to any sort of form, that's another big big plus. And Yadav and Rahul, I think, are you know really top players to follow in this World Cup, and Hardik Pandya as well. Okay, thank you, Paul um, Hawkins. Your turn. Have a wibble about South Africa. Well, South Africa constantly let punters down because they often go into tournaments looking like they've got the decent personnel to get the job done and then they will have some kind of mental breakdown uh, and cost themselves. It didn't the last T20 World Cup when they failed to uh, score quickly enough to get past Australia on run rate. Absolutely bonkers. And they look like they're going to do it again with Temba Bavuma. Keep picking him as their captain. They don't have the guts to drop him. In a chase of 238 against India the other day in a T20, Bavuma opened the batting. He played out a maiden. He left two of them. Uh, and then he played out another dot. And then he was out. And South Africa lost the game by about... 14 or 15 runs and that just makes such a huge difference when you've got a player playing like that. He's just unable to play T20 the way it's supposed to be played. If South Africa drop him, they've got a great, great chance, but I don't think they've got the balls to do it. Okay, lovely stuff. Edward, thank you. Uh, the World Cup starts with qualifying from October the 16th. Tournament proper starts on October the 22nd. We're hoping to bring some exciting news next week about how Cricket Only Better will be covering it. Um, it does not involve um, any grease, you'll be pleased to know. Now, let's get some games on. Australia host West Indies in a two-game series at Carrara and the Gabba on Wednesday and Friday, respectively. The Wednesday game starts at 9.10am UK time and is live on BT Sport 1. Um, Australia on Betfair Exchange currently at 1.7, um, 1.27 rather, sorry, 
misread that one. Um, Edward Hawkins is lined up to give us some possible teams and pitch data for these games. Yeah, this is where we find out uh, what Australia are made of in terms of getting their selection right. So Cameron Green opened in that recent T20, ser- T20 series and did absolutely brilliantly uh, against India, didn't he? So uh, could they go Warner, Green, Finch, Smith, Maxwell, David, Wade, Sams, Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood, Zampa, Mitchell Marsh is back in the squad. No stoyness, he is out injured he should be very very nervous indeed I think they're gonna do a number on Stoinis and say he's not fit enough so they can get Green into the team they're absolutely desperate to do that West Indies Evan Lewis and Johnson Charles opening the batting for them because they did so well in the Caribbean Premier League well Charles did anyway then we've got Mayers who gives them that all-important extra bowling option which they definitely need if they're going to play Odin Smith who will bat just after Puran and Rotherham Power, we think. Then Holder, Akil, Joseph, McCoy and Cottrell. I'm not sure Shimron Heitmar is going to get into this team. Carrara, 10 games in the last two years. Only three of those were won by the side batting first. The average run rate in the last three big bashes, 7.8. So we're not expecting huge runs there. It could be a little bit of a dodgy pitch. The Gabba, well, last two years we've seen 15 games there. Nine of those have been won by the side batting second and seven have seen 160 more in the first dig. OK, thank you very much, Edward Hawkins. Um, right, Paul Krishnamurti, West Indies are at 4.5. Surely even you might consider that that is value for them. No, not really. I'm, I mean, look, it is massive compared to last year for example, but and they have long been a mercurial side who produce when you least expect to, but I really don't fancy them here. I do like Australia at the moment, especially at home, and I think the West Indies are, are back to being a second division side again. Um, can't believe that Shimron Hepmine doesn't get, it doesn't get in this team. That's just crazy. Um, and they're going to need plenty of runs because I just don't see that bowling attack containing Australia or very many sides, to be honest. Okay, thank you very much. Um, in place strategy, uh, Richard Mann, sorry, how much weight should we um, put on CPL performances? Brandon King, Raymond Rafer had great tournaments, but do we think they're going to play? Um, how, what's your take? Well, last year, I mean, the CPL, lost in Chase, Evan Lewis, a top two run, run score was CPL 2021, both made north of 400 runs at an average over 40. Yeah, they went to the T20 World Cup. Rostin Chase only mustered 48 runs at 16. And Evan Lewis, 105 runs at 21. Poor strike rates as well. So I would bear that in mind, actually, now we're getting to this elevated standard international cricket, the World Cup coming. Um, but I don't actually mind the West Indies middle order here, the, the one that they're going to s- select. I think Powell's an excellent player. Peran, Jason Holder in there as well. So I think they could get runs here. Um, I don't think they'll be good enough to beat Australia. I agree with Paul. Australia at home look really strong at the moment. Um, but I think West Indies batting could pack a punch. And I thought both teams to score 170 and 72 in the, in the first match. I thought that was probably a play, particularly if the chaser is so dominant. That obviously helps this bet. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, in play strategy from you both or any in runs, wages across the two games? Richard Mann coming to you first. Yeah, I'll run first. Uh, Paul touched upon it there, actually. Really weak West Indies bowling attack. And I think this this Australian middle order, Maxwell, Tim David, 
Wade, who's turned himself into a world-class finisher, they're going to get big runs late in the piece. We saw it at the World Cup, didn't we, last year? Um, I think, I think you know, safe there, I don't know, 100 off 13 overs, they could double that in seven or eight. I really, I really think so. So I think that'll be the way I'll play. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, Rich has kind of stolen my thunder there a bit. Um, I do apologise. All right. I'm going to talk about Australia going overs. One thing I'll say is, I mean, I agree with your bet about the both to score. That's a really big price considering the stats. But I'm a little bit worried about what that first pitch might be like. Whereas the gather on Friday is generally, the ball generally comes on there. It's pretty good for runs. Looking in the big bash, one in six matches, is 190 or more. This is a high standard. West Indies are a poor bowling attack. So I think I'd go with Australia to get 185, 190, maybe even have a go at the city scores, 210, that kind of thing. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, anything on the tops, Edward Hawkins with Betfair Sportsbook? Yeah, I'm surprised no one's uh, called, pulled me up on the fact that I've just picked 12 players for Australia. Uh, Daniel Sams probably won't play. Uh, <laughs> So that's um, that's my mistake. Um, I picked 12. Uh, anything on the tops? Yes, there is something on the tops. Uh, and, and Paul has touched on it. Uh, Carrara, mate, might be a difficult wicket for the batters. So a favourite play in your lower order on the West Indies. We've got Odin Smith at 45-1 to 1 with Betfair Sportsbooks. Way too big. 20 or 30 might win it if they are dodgy with the bat. Akil Hussain is at 100-1. to 1. Uh, and he's never a hundred to one chance. Uh, potentially slow pitch. That's one to play. Uh, Green is nine to two. We think he'll open the batting. Uh, Warner's been boosted to twelve to five, but uh, he might be better bet on that flat one at the Gabba. Okay. Um, any players to follow or swerve, Richard Mann? As I mentioned, Finch runs under seventeen point five at ten to eleven. Yeah, the Finch one's interesting, isn't he? Badly out of form, looks past his best. But again, the West Indies bowling attack's so weak. I don't think I'd want to be shot in any anyone's line for Australia. Um, I think West Indies lower order. This is definitely the time to play it up against a um, up against a good seam attack. Name to look out for if he plays Yannick Karaya. And made 50-odd against New Zealand in an ODI recently. Five first-class tons. Might bat number seven, might go under the radar. 20 to one or bigger, he might be worth a little stab. Okay, lovely stuff. Uh, finish this one for us, please, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, okay, looking at the odds for the first match at Carrara, I think there's a number of um, good good bets in the top bats for market. First of all, for Australia, Glenn Maxwell is 7-1. to one. That's just crazy. I mean, he batted at 3, 4 and 4 in the three matches against India. So that, that's just massive price. And I agree, Green's also a big bet. That might be worth touching those two at 9-2. Um, and likewise, for West Indies, it's like take your pick which middle order or lower batsman to have. Ed's already mentioned Odin Smith and Akil Hussain by the silly prices. But also, Rodman Powell, 10-1. to one. No way, he's a 5-1 to one chance for my money. And even Holder at 16 to 1 is not terrible. Um, so, you know, pick some strategy out of those four. Maybe do all four, even. Maybe do all four, indeed. Right. Um, great stuff. Previews thick and fast on betting.betfair. Don't forget where there'll be free bet offers, but over 18s only, please. Terms and conditions apply. And do visit begamblerware.org. Next up, it's Bangladesh versus Pakistan. Set your alarm clocks, please, for Bangladesh versus Pakistan from the Hagley Oval, 3 a.m. UK time on Friday morning, live on BT Sport 1. 
Betfair Exchange odds have Bangladesh at 4.1, Pakistan at 1.3. Edward Hawkins has a low down. Bangladesh, Mahedi Hassan Miraz has been opening the batting with Sabah. We've got Shakib at three. We think Litton Das might bat at four. Mushfakir, Afif Hussain, Mossadegh, Mahedi, Taskin, Ebadot Hossein, and then The Fizz. Bangladesh have won six of their last 22 in the last 12 months. They're absolutely dreadful. Pakistan, Rizwan, Baba, Haider, Masood, Iftikar, Shadab, Nawaz, Wazim, Ralph, Usman, Hasnain. They look to be two batters short at least because Haider and Iftikar just are not doing it. Not good enough. Hagley Oval, 26 games in the last two years. 16 of those won by the side batting first. 15 with 160 or less in the first innings. No, no, not 160 or less. Under 160 in the first innings. Uh, bonkers pitch. Never seen a, quite a pitch like it over that study period. Scores are 200, scores under 100 all over the shop. Uh, it's really tricky to get a gauge on what that pitch is going to do. So be careful. Tricky stuff indeed. Richard Mann, um, what one thing did we learn about Pakistan versus England that we might be able to use here? Well, it just reaffirmed the strength of the Pakistan top order and, and the frailties in the middle order, didn't it? If, if you're having a battle at top, top run score, Mark, it's, there's basically three men only, Rizwan, Baba, Oshan, Masood. Okay, thank you. Paul Krishnamurti, what one thing did we learn about Pakistan on the innings runs market versus England that we can use here? Well, um, there you have it. From which, I mean, they, they haven't got any middle order. They really are struggling for confidence. And I suspect because it's Bangladesh, it'll be set pretty high. Um, I wouldn't trust the middle order to get over the line, certainly, if they, if they, even if they are in a good position. Um, I wonder where it'll be set in this game. If probably 175, 180, I, w- I wouldn't touch going over that. Maybe maybe take what, lay 165. I, I think the, the problem is because the top order are under so much pressure, they've got to take on so much responsibility. Sometimes they don't know whether to stick or twist. They know they can't afford to get out because there's nothing to come, but yet they know that they're under pressure because of slow strike rates. Baba's been getting a lot of flack, hasn't he? Um, so they're, they're not in a great position, really. You have to feel for Baba and Rizon, really, so much on their shoulders, and it makes betting in play on the or on the runs lines really tricky, I think. Okay. Um, anything in play here, guys, uh, Richard Mann? Yeah, just for the reason I've mentioned, I'm going to sit this one out, really. The pitch as well, like Ed's mentioned it, that, that sort of adds further mud to the water, doesn't it? But I, I just worry about Pakistan. They could easily make 210, 220, as we saw in that England series, if the top order get in and get going. Um, but they're under a lot of pressure. I, I couldn't bet with confidence. Okay. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Um, for you? Well, I'm very negative about Bangladesh. Uh, they've just played the UAE, didn't make 170 in either game, not convincing at all. Um, I think they're really vulnerable on any pitch where the ball's moving sideways or there's anything of bounce. So I'm inclined to go unders here. I think if you can get, uh, if 150 or more is odds on, lay that. Okay, Hawkins, tops. Yeah, tops of Betfair Sportsbook. Look, Rizwan has 14 wins in 25. It's the best record anywhere. It's boosted to 23 to 10 with Betfair Sportsbook top Pakistan bat. For Bangladesh, like Mossadegh at 16s, which looks absolutely whopping, striking at 142. It's the best strike rate of anybody in the last 12 months. 
another one, 20 or 30, could win it. A thief has been their best run-getter in the last 12 months. He's 5-1. to one. Shakib is 11-4, to four, but I'm not really a fan of Shakib in these markets. Okay, anything that uh, that lights your fire there, Paul Krishnamurti? Well, the case for Rizwan is rock solid. He's banging form. The stats speak volumes. 23 at 10 is a good price if you like that kind of thing. Um, I suspect, even though it hasn't for a few games, they're going to promote Mohamed Nawaz again sooner or later. So you might get a bit of value on him, 20, 25 to 1 plus. He could well come in at four because they need to do something with that batting order. Uh, for the Banglers, um, it's the same old strategy with them. You've got to look for value down the order. Um, as already mentioned, Mossadegh is 16, that's good. And you often get a decent price about Mahidi Hassan, often get 25 plus. Okay, uh, Richard Mann. Yeah, really tricky, as we said, but Shan Massoud impressed me against England. He impressed me in England this summer. Um, when he comes in, as long as he's got a, a little bit of time, say 10 overs plus, I'd just be going overs on his runs. I think he's a terrific player in the form of his life. Okay. Um, anything else? Uh, just enough time for me to press this, perhaps. The treble klaxon, and it's over to Edward Hawkins. Yeah, we've got three top bats. We've got Warner at 11-4 for your top Australian run scorer, but it is going to be at the Gabba on Friday. And we're going to put him together with Rizwan, top Pakistan bat versus Bangladesh at 23-10. And Yanni Milan, you'll find out why in a bit. Top South Africa bat versus India in the first ODI. 10 quid stake gives you profits of around about 546 quid. Thank you. Hawkins, now for something completely different. India versus South Africa play an ODI series. That's next. Best bets still to come after that too. India versus South Africa, the first one-day international, I repeat, this is a 50-over game, is from Look Now on Thursday. Uh, Utsav Gold is the TV channel. Bet for exchange yet to price, but one would imagine... India are around 1.66. Teams and pitch data from Hawkins. Uh, Yeah, completely different India team um, because they've uh, got a World Cup coming out and they've decided not to risk their players. Dawan, Gaikwad, Gill, Ishan Kishan, Shreyas, Sampson, all of those guys will reckon they should be in the T20 World Cup squad, by the way, so they will have something to prove. Shabazz Ahmed is your all-rounder. Shadul Thakur will reckon he's an all-rounder as well. Kuldeep Yadav... Avesh Khan and Bishnoi. South Africa can't rest their T20 players or they'll try and, I suppose, uh, rotate them. Um, but they've got to go through this fast. Yanni Milan and Quinton de Kock opening the batting. Then Bavuma, we mentioned earlier, will probably be at three. Markram, Miller, Klaassen, Pretorius, Felicaweo, Maharaj, Nagidi and Shamsi. Nagidi, Rabad and Nokia will probably be ro- rotating those throughout this uh, ODI series. Look now, pitch. We've only got three matches to go from in 50 over cricket at this venue. They were in 2019. First inning scores of 249, 247, 194, Afghanistan versus West Indies. It was pace off bowlers who did the damage. So I've got question marks about Bishnoi and Markram here, potentially at man of the match odds. There you go. Okay. Um, you've got to wonder whether the South, Africa, the South African paces just trying to protect themselves here, Richard Mann. You're going all in on India, perhaps? I'm not, no. I mean, two very experimental lineups expected. 
but these these two teams have played each other a lot in the last year or so, and South Africa have been very competitive. Um, and looking at the what we think the prices are, and I, and I think we'll probably get a plunge on India near the off as well. I think I'd probably just just on, on a price basis want to be with South Africa. I think they'll be really competitive. Um, so no, definitely not all in on India. Okay, uh, Paul Krishnamurti, do we trust those scorecards from Afghanistan versus West Indies for a runs bet here? No, no, not at all. Too long ago. These are much better sides. I, I, I want to see the pitch before forming a conclusion. And I mean, I'm generally inclined to say, looking at those two lineups with neither bowling anywhere near full strength, uh, that maybe this is a situation where we look at the, the big scores, the 320s, the 330s, a nice price. Just a thought as well. I mean, looking at that India side, how strong is Indian cricket? That That is a completely different 11 to what they will play in the World Cup. And, you know, that's a respect with national side and we expect them to go off favourite. The modern world. The modern world, Paul Krishnamurti. Modern cricketing world. Right. Um, Hawkins wants to take Betfair Sportsbook to the cleaners on the tops. Uh, yeah, mentioned him in the treble. Uh, the treble Claxon alerted you to Yanni Milan. Seven wins in his last 19. We're expecting him to open the batting. We're also expecting to get about seven to two with Betfair Sportsbook. Very reliable, very consistent. Also, we'll have something to prove because he's not in the World Cup T20 squad. This is his format. So the other guys will not be as fast as he will be. So Decock, three wins from 17. Miller, one tie out of 19. Class and two wins out of 13. Nagidi's the main man with the ball if he plays. 100 to 30, top bowler. We'll also point you towards Shubman Gill. 450 runs in the last 12 months in ODI cricket for India. An absolute standout. And we'll reckon he should be in that World 10 T20 squad as well. Richard Mann, players to adore or ignore? Well... Absolutely adore Shubman Gill. I mean, that those 450 runs in the last 12 months have come at an average of 112. Last six innings, 64, 43, 98 now, 82 now, 33 and 130. He's a knocking, he'll be a knocking bet for top India batsmen. Uh, and then I'm quite keen going again to said actually Ed and Markham did pretty well in England, 70 odd and 24 now and a run out. And then a couple of starts in the recent T20 series. I think number four is a nice fit for him here. I like him as a player here, and Markham, and I think Test cricket's gone for him now. So I expect him to do well over the next few months in white ball cricket. And Paul Krishnamurti, who are you bringing to the floor and showing the door? I'm going to endorse what the guys have said, really. Um, I think, yeah, rock solid cases for Shubman Gill, Prade and Markram. And I think the pick of them is Lungi Nagidi. Because, as Ed says, he has long-term stats, but how much of those stats have been compiled in teams that involved Kigiso Rabadi and Nokia, etc.? Here he's likely to be their main gun bowler, almost guaranteed to bowl at the death, so rock-solid bet, 130. Lovely stuff. We've raced through those. It's almost the end of the show, but best bets time is coming up next. Best bets time. We have some scores. We have some doors. We have Hawkins. Thanks, Collins. Yeah, these are the scores. Paul Krishnamurti, minus 49.5. An absolute awful bad beat for Paul last week. He had, he had to have top run scorer for India. And he was leading with one ball to go. And KL Rahul hit the last ball for six to win the game. I can't think of a worse beat than that I've seen. But 
the tops markets this year has been absolutely dreadful for those kind of uh, defeats for punters. Uh, never known a year like it. Richard Mann, minus 22.55. The guys have got five units to spend. Uh, Richard Mann was on holiday last week, so that means I think he can go first this week. Welcome back, Richard. Thank you very much. So in the first uh, T20 between Australia and West Indies, I'm going to go Australia to win both teams to score 170 at 72. Okay, in the same match, I'll have 1.5 points. Glenn Maxwell, top Australia batsman at 7-1. to one. Yeah, uh, that was a point for me, by the way, if I didn't make that clear. Yeah, um, slipping over then to India versus South Africa, ODI. I'm going to have two points at Shubman Gill, top India batsman. Okay, uh, sticking with the Australia-West Indies uh, first match, I'll have a combo bet, one point Rothman Powell, top West Indies batsman at 10 to 1, and half a point Jason Holder at 17s. And sticking with India South Africa, I'm going to have one point Aidan Markham, a top South Africa batsman. Okay, and in the South Africa India match, I'll have two points Lungi Nagidi, top South Africa bowler at 130. Um, that leaves me with a unit left, and I'm umming and I'm airing. But I'm going to split sticks, half a unit each in the top West Indies batsman market in the first T20. Half a unit, Rosman Powell, and half a unit, Yannick Correa. Thanks very much. That's your best bets for Cricket Only Better, episode 158. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair. Loads of previews going on there. And join us next time for more warm-up for that T20 World Cup.